You know those moments where you think, I wish I would have learned this in school? Those are the topics that we love to talk about. Join me each week as I interview experts sharing their strategies for solving problems that us young adults will face throughout our 20s and 30s. So what are you waiting for? And if you want new episodes about adulting advice every Monday, hit that follow button. It might just be my circle, but so many of my friends are recently single, and I am hearing the war stories of first dates. From coordinating plans, getting catfished, talking to a brick wall, and awkward goodbyes, I gotta say, I'm not jealous. Being in a long-term monogamous relationship has its struggles, but taking Gabby out on a date is usually not an exasperating process. I think it's totally justifiable, and I see why this stress would keep you wavering in and out of the dating scene. I have thoughts, and I'd love to help, but being in a committed relationship for five plus years has left me with very little practical experience to share on the struggle. But our former guest, Kara Hayes, had a lot of great ideas, so I'm going to refer to her. We pulled a clip from her interview, which is episode 43 where she shared practical tips on how to make first dates less stressful and more enjoyable, which is what they really should be. Enjoyment, fun, exciting, all of the likes. You can listen to the full episode by scrolling back to episode 43, which I think is well worth a listen. It's been one of our most downloaded episodes to date. In this episode, you'll hear our discussion on first dates, but we also talk about being sober curious, staying motivated while dating, and creating a single girl or single boy bucket list. I hope you guys enjoy. Do you have first date parameters? Like, is there something that, do you have a checkbox or something? I feel like you might be a little practical on this. (laughs) I, so I really try, I try not to, but yes, if I'm being honest, I have, so I wrote down like the values that I want my future partner to have. I have a list of deal breakers of things that, nope, I will not look past them. I've tried before in my past relationships and it didn't work. So I know it's not going to work. And I try really hard to not make it, you know, mentally checking things off in my head. Because the truth is like, I don't know if I'm going to find someone who is going to check every single box. Sure. And I, you know, I don't want to set an unrealistic expectation for my future partner. But yes, I definitely do. Like, I look at them through a lens of, are you what I'm looking for and what I can be comfortable with? But I would say for the first date, I almost always have it be something casual, like going out for drinks or going on a coffee date or a walk, you know, around the city. And I always, you know, back when I was dating in the winter, I wear the same outfit. On every single date. Let's talk about this because you were telling me when we first connected that of the 25 dates you've been on this year, you have worn the same outfit to 15 of them. So why do you do that? Yeah, it makes it so much easier. Like back when I was dating, before I developed that, dating was so stressful for me. Like I felt like I could go on one date and then I had to take a three-month hiatus because it was just emotionally draining. And I'm like, okay, I'm never going to meet someone at this rate. So I knew I had to do as much as I could to make first dates as least stressful as possible. Like I wanted to go on a first date and just feel like I'm just meeting a friend out for a drink. And a big 
like really hard part of dating was figuring out what I was going to wear and how I was going to appear, especially as someone who has struggled with body confidence and self-love and all of that. Showing up at a date where you know you're going to be physically judged is a really big insecurity and concern. For as much work as I've done on my body, it, it still can come up. And so I was like, if I just find one outfit that I feel really comfortable in that can work for pretty much any scenario, I can just wear the same thing. And A, it takes like two hours out of the prep work. Like I'm not running around figuring out what to wear. I just throw on the same thing. I know how I'm doing my hair, my makeup, all the things. Then I feel like I'm almost giving the men like an equal playing field. You know, I'm not walking in in a slinky red dress one time and ripped jeans on the next date. They're all seeing me the same exact way. It's the best idea ever. So when I started dating this summer, I made a summer uniform. Like it was, it's something I'm going to continue doing for a very long time. I think it's a genius idea, actually. I think I've yeah. often talked about reducing the friction whenever you're starting a habit. I've never brought it into the context yeah. of dating. You know, it's usually like, if you want to start running in the morning, set your running clothes out in your shoes, fill your water bottle, make yeah. sure your, your headphones are charged and they're laying right there. You've brought that same concept into dating. And it's interesting. I have a roommate and she is now six months, seven months single. And I've got to see from afar her experience dating as well. And getting ready for the date is such a friction point. Her in and out, does this match? What do I, <laughs> like, do I look okay? What's going on here? I just thought, like I said, whenever you told me that piece to it, genius. What other dating tips do you have? Oh my gosh. A big one was the first date should not be more than 90 minutes. And I always have an excuse to leave after 90 minutes. And I even set the expectations before the date of, hey, you know, I said we can get coffee at, at 11 a.m., but I have to take, I said this one time, I have to take my dog to the vet at 1245. Honestly, most people know it's a lie. Most guys that I've talked to afterwards have said like, we know girls make up an excuse, but nobody cares because at the end of the day, again, it makes the date less stressful because I'm like, even if I walk in and he is super awkward and it's like talking to a wall, it's 90 minutes max. I can even squeeze and say 60 and say, you know what? I got to go get ready. I can make it through 60 to 90 minutes of anything. Mm -hmm. But when I don't set that parameter and I've gotten locked in on dates for like three, four hours, and it's so hard to find a reason to leave, that's what makes dating really stressful. So again, it, reducing those friction points of saying, I have a hard stop at this time, it makes it that much easier. And then you can go and be free. And, and then if the date is going well, you could always say, you know what? My friend just canceled on me. So let's go have dinner. You can always adapt if the date's going really well, but it's just a great backstop if worst case scenario happens. Kara is so freaking cool. She had awesome practical tips and I thought it was well worth the share. Proactively putting bumpers on the length of the date, I think is super smart. And if I was dating, I would also use that same outfit tip. And quick update, all that hard work and awkwardness of putting herself out there paid off too. She found someone that she really connects with and she's been in a committed relationship for quite a while now, I think almost maybe a year or so. Once again, if you want to check out the entire episode, it's episode 43. Also, Kara has this really cool program called Six Months of Me, 
It is designed to help women become more confident versions of themselves. And every month, she helps them focus on a key area of their life, like finances or relationships or sleep. She has an origin story that we talk about pretty extensively in episode 43. So if you're interested in that, you can learn more by listening to that or just head over to karahayes.com. And that's Kara, C-A-R-A, and then Hayes, H-A-Y-S. It's also in the show notes if you need it. But that's it for me. If you want to hit us up, we're on Instagram at T-S-I-R-Pod. That is short for The Struggle Is Real Podcast. You can also head over to our website where you can find the show notes, our blog, and sign up for our newsletter. And that is T-S-I-R-Podcast.com. Thanks for listening to the episode. As always, I appreciate your kind words. If you want to leave us a rating and review on your podcast player right now, that would absolutely make my day. If you want to find episode show notes, our blog, and other great resources, head over to tsirpodcast.com. If you have follow-up questions, an idea for a future episode, or just want to say hi, we have a contact form on our website and those messages go straight into my inbox and I promise you, I will reply. But all right, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in. I love you all and you're not alone. Let's keep making it through our struggles together. Thank mm-hmm. you.